0: Welcome, everybody. It's Pastor George here at Grace City Church. It's our vision to equip, empower, and encourage emerging leaders. We teach, train, and coach while the Word of God transforms. I'm so elated to take you on a journey into the presence of God. Come on, let's start right now. Of Grace City Church. And the next voice we will be hearing from is Pastor George Foreman of Grace City Church. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, everybody. I am so excited, as always, to share. These few moments with you. I know that we've been MIA for about a week and a half, but I'm so excited for us to have the opportunity to come together once again. We've had some things going on the last few weeks, but I'm so glad that we have continued our fast We fasted through the month of April, and I pray that you saw the supernatural results that you wanted to see, even if it was small things. It's the small things that make a big difference in life. It's those small developments in our spiritual walk with Christ that make a big difference in life. So we were talking on Wednesday For those of you who have been connected and committed to what God is doing in Grace City outside of our podcast, we were able to share and spend some time with each other. I believe it was on Wednesday. And we're preparing for a revival in the month of May. So if you're in Valdosta or the surrounding areas, I will be ministering in a revival, a two-night revival. It's May the 17th. And May the 18th, I believe that's a Friday and a Saturday. And I'll give you the address and all the information in later podcasts. And so we have been preparing for the revival. And so I was teaching on the Ministry of Helps. I was teaching on the Ministry of Helps, and a lot of people use the word armor-bearers or adjutants, but here at Grace City, that is not what the Lord laid on my heart to call it. We're called the Ministers of help, and really, when you think about it, everyone, no matter your title, your denomination... What you do or what you believe, everyone is in that ministry, that everyone is in the ministry of helps. And so we all, we all, no matter where you are, how significant you feel, uh, how insignificant you may feel, you all are part, we all are part of the ministry of helps. And so we call ourselves ministers of helps or here at Grace City, we call ourselves grace givers. And so we were talking about the purpose of the ministers of helps or the purpose of grace givers and why uh, there's a need for that. And specifically, we were talking about leadership. And sometimes we see. A pastor or a leader, and they have an assistant or someone walking close with them, or a group of people walking close with them. And if we're not spiritual, or we don't have a spiritual understanding, or a greater concept, a greater vision of things, we'll say that that's just their do boys, those are just flunkies. They don't have to do that for just mere man. And yes, some people do take advantage of what God has established. That will be always. But there are some pure people in the world. There are some pure people in the ecclesia, what we consider the four walls of the church. There are some pure people who really love God and who aren't trying to take advantage of people who are trying to take advantage of the systems and the orders that God put in place. And they're really bringing a a new perspective, a fresh perspective to the order that God put in place. So what he established, what he designed, and God really established that ministry of helps. He established the ministers of helps. He established us here at Grace City as grace givers. And no matter who is diluting that, no matter who's contaminating that, no matter who may be using it the wrong way, we cannot allow that to get us away from what God put in place in the church. We cannot allow the false teachers to make us not teach. Do you understand? But the false teachers should prompt us to teach the truth even more. Just because there are people out there doing it false, just because there are people out there not doing it right and misusing it, doesn't mean that we're going to stop the system or the laws, the order that God has put in place to keep the body, the church, the ministry in function. So I want to talk about the ministry of helps, and there are so many places we can go in the word of God to talk about the ministers of help and the ministry of helps. And as we said here at Grace City, we're called Grace Givers. There are so many places in the word of God that we could start, but I wanted to start in the book of Exodus. I wanted to start in the book of Exodus, but before we start, I want to share something with you. I was listening to another pastor uh, talk this week about uh, the call of pastoralship upon their life, and one of the things they said that stuck out to me is they said that when they be, when you become a pastor, you belong to the people. I want you to know something. That I could walk you through the word of God and I could show you through scripture and as we're going to do for the next few podcasts and I'm going to show you through the scripture how the Bible declares this one thing. Uh, We are servants of God. I will show you through the word of God how many times the scripture declares that we are servants of God. Uh, Paul Apostle Paul even said, I'm a bond servant of Jesus Christ. I'm a slave uh, to the gospel. I'm a servant of God. We are the servants of God. And so many people get our service mixed up with. Who we serve, okay? I serve the true and the living God. I belong to Him. There's a song that says, Ahaba, I belong to you. I belong to Him. I serve Him. And in my serving to Him through love, I'm a server to the people of God. Did you hear that? I'm a servant of God. We are servants of God. But through our love for God, we are servers to his people. We service his people. I'm a servant of God. And through my love for God, I am a. I serve God's people. Think about it like this. When you go to Texas Roadhouse and you sit down in your seat, A server comes to serve you, but that is not your servant. For the time that you're there, it is their duty, their job to do uh, the best of their ability to serve you. Okay, They are a server, but they're a servant of Texas Roadhouse, which means they're hired by them. If they don't serve correctly, they can be fired by them. They're promoted by them. They're paid uh, through that company. They are a servant of Texas Roadhouse. When they go out, uh, that is what they go out of. They go out representing the company. Uh, when they're in that restaurant serving you, they are a representation of that uh, franchise of the restaurant. They're a servant of Texas Roadhouse. But while you're there in their presence, they are your server. They are there to serve you. You are an ambassador of Christ. You are a representative of Jesus Christ. You are a servant of God. And through your love for people, you service them. You're a server. But don't you ever think that you belong to the people? You belong to God. And God says, your task that I want you to do is be a server, is to serve my God, hallelujah. But never forget that you are a servant of God, okay? So we are servants of God who through love, we serve God's people. So I want you to go to Exodus, the 18th chapter. Let's go to Exodus, the 18th chapter. And we're going to see here the ministry of helps. We're going to see a minister of helps. And we're going to see really how God establishes this service in the ministry of helps. And he establishes servers and he brings an order to what is soon to be chaos, and how he establishes order is through the ministry of helps. Wow, today's word is lit. Our acronym for lit is love, the truth. Exodus 18, we're going to see that Jethro is going to be spending some time with his son in law, Moses. Moses marries the daughter of Jethro, which makes Jethro Moses' father in law. Moses has just come through uh, the Red Sea with the children of Israel, and Jethro is bringing back Moses' wife along with his two sons. Now, That they're in a stable place, a stable environment. Uh, The Egyptians have drowned in the Red Sea. Jethro was bringing back uh, Moses' family and reuniting the family. Moses obviously left them with Jethro as he went back to do what God called him to do. He left his family there and Jethro tended to his family, watched over his family. He covered his family. And now that Moses is in a stable place, he's finished that part of the assignment, Jethro was bringing the family back together. So if you look at uh, let's look at verse one. It says, "Words soon reached Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, the priest of Midian, about all the wonderful things God had done for the for His people and for Moses, and how the Lord had brought them out of Egypt." Then Jethro took Moses' wife, Zipporah, to him, for he had sent her home along with Moses' two sons. Gershom, meaning foreigner, for Moses said when he was born, I have been wandering in a foreign land. And Elzer, meaning God is my help. You see how God is setting a stage? He's setting a stage. Moses names his son Elzer, which means God is my help. Already we see Jehovah Jireh, already we see the facet of God. We see him being Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jireh is the God that provides the need before he ever knew he had a need. Before Moses ever knew he had a need, God was already establishing provision. He was already really setting the stage for what he was getting ready to do in Moses' life. Moses has come through. Uh, through the Red Sea, but now there is something greater that Moses needs to come into. There is something else Moses needs to come into, and really the Holy Spirit, God the Father, is really setting him up by sending Jethro to Moses and allowing Jethro to hear everything that God has done. Moses names his his son Elzeon, which means God is my help. We see here the ministry of Jehovah Jireh, which says once again that he provides a need before I ever knew I had a need. There is the number one. There is the help ministry by way of God the Father. There's the help ministry by way of God the Father. The help ministry, the ministers of help, the grace givers from Grace City, we can take away from this that we are put in place glory to God to be uh, like the provision to be a symbolic uh, to be a symbolism of the provision of God that people are praying for resources people are praying for talents people are praying for gifts and and answers and increase and that God will send the grace givers to the ministers of help, he will send us places and we will be the provision. We, through the word of God, through the gifts that are inside of us that we'll talk about uh, in the later podcasts, as we talk about the ministry of helps, that we will be that provision that they've been praying about. I didn't mean to pull that out, but I want you to know that That you are the provision someone has been praying for. That you are the answer to someone's prayer. That there is something in you. There's a gift in you. There's a treasure in you that is going to meet the need that somebody has. And so we're going to see that. So uh, Jethro sits down with Moses, Moses tells Jethro about all the challenges that he's faced, but not just the challenges that he's faced and his tenure of leadership, but he tells him about the victories that God has saw him through. In verse 12 of Exodus 18, I want to pull this out. After Jethro heard about the victories and the challenges that Moses went through in his tenure of leadership, he Uh, Verse 12, the Bible says, Jethro offered sacrifices to God, and afterward, Aaron and the leaders of Israel came to meet Jethro, and they all ate the sacrificial meal together before the Lord. I'm going somewhere, but I've got to pull out to you this, that Moses had leaders, but he did not have help. Moses had people in positions who had potential, but he did not have help. I'm going to show you this. I'm going to show you the provision of the Lord that the Lord provided for Moses leaders before Moses ever knew he needed the help of those people that the Lord had already provided for him, that everything he needed, the Lord had already put in his circle of influence. I want you to hear me, leader. I want you to hear me. Everything he needed, God had already provided in his circle of influence. But now, God has to reveal to Moses that you need to operate in the ministry of help. You need to activate the ministers of help. You need to activate the grace givers. Everything you need is around you. You just now, Moses, have to learn how to activate those gifts, how to stir up those gifts, how to push out of, push out of people what's in them. You don't have to look afar for what you need. Everything you need is in your circle of influence. But someone has to pull that uh, revelation and reveal that to Moses because Moses and his tenure of leadership cannot see that yet. I want to point out something to you that... uh Moses had to submit to the leadership of Jethro. Though Jethro was his father-in-law and Moses was the one that God used to bring the people of God out of Israel, out of Egypt, excuse me, Moses could not look at Jethro uh, as if I'm the one that God is using. Uh, But in order for you to walk in authority, you got to know how to stay under authority. In order for you to walk in authority, you got to know how to come under authority. And see, Moses was the one God was using. Yes. Moses was the leader, no doubt, yes. But Moses had to learn how to listen. Moses had to listen to the advice of Jethro. Moses had to listen to the wisdom of Jethro. He had to listen to the elder who God had placed in his life to give him some sound wisdom and some sound advice. Yes, he was the leader, but God put an elder in his shirt. Of influence, who had wisdom. I want to. Look, I want you to look at this. Though Moses was the one, and God was using to lead the nation. I'm gonna. It's gonna bless you. This is gonna bless you. Jethro had experience in raising a nation. Jethro had experience in raising nations and raising children, glory to God, and even helping raise Moses' children. Moses was the leader, but God put Jethro in a circle of influence because every leader needs a leader. In every ministry, every leader needs to be accountable to the ministers of help. And on that team of ministers of help in that ministry, in Grace City, there are elders, okay? There are elders. My mother and my father are the elders in Grace City who I'm accountable to. Glory to God. And though you're the leader, I want you to hear this. Though you're the leader, they have experience in raising a nation. So he had to submit to the advice, the wisdom of Jethro. And Jethro told him, Take this back by God. What I'm getting ready to tell you, take it back by God. I pray the word of God transforms your life like it's doing mine. Could you do me a favor here at Great City? Could you subscribe to our podcast, whether on iTunes? Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor. Leave us a review, rate us, let us know how the word of God has been impacting your life. Once you subscribe, do me another favor. Send this word to one of your family members, your neighbors, your friends, and even tell your enemy that your deliverance has come. If you like to be connected to Grace City Church, please do not be afraid to email us leave a review on the bottom of our podcast and let us know that you want to be connected and committed to what God is doing here at Grace City Church. God is doing some great things and he has a great work for us to do. And truth be told, we can't do it without you.